You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads Agency. And I'm so excited today because we're going to learn from a monster entrepreneur. I'm here with Nathan Hirsch, who's a lifelong entrepreneur who focuses on his words, the unsexy or boring parts of entrepreneurship, things like bookkeeping and hiring. He's had an exit, which I think is, that's the crown jewel of entrepreneurship is when you can build a business somebody else is actually willing to buy, which either means you're great or it's the law of the greater fool and you just found somebody dumber than you. But I have a feeling, Nathan, that you're great. Thank you so much for being on Perpetual Traffic. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. You're catching me at a crazy time. I got two foster kids staying with us for a week, a baby on the way, a basement being done but it's tough to complain life's good yeah nothing could be more important than perpetual traffic though that's right <laughs> when's the baby do early august or mid-august so july 6th yeah you're on the goal line aren't you yeah right at the end it's starting to get real yeah do you know and do you mind sharing is it a boy or a girl it is a boy and have you named picked a name out we have picked a name i don't know if i'm allowed to share it on a podcast I then don't like yeah you can't <laughs> let the cat out of the bag i don't want to get you in trouble but coming soon we're excited that's awesome for you i know i mentioned this pre-roll but i'm gonna do it again just because they're my friends obnoxious there's a master mind specifically for fathers called front row dads and i wish i joined later into my journey in fatherhood but man what i wouldn't have given to be able to go back and just surround myself with a bunch of dudes it's just guys that want to be better fathers and husbands so if you're listening and you're a dad regardless of the stage of life that you're in go check out front row dads shout out to john broman that's what we're talking about today though today nathan's going to talk to us about his unique hiring process the organic marketing blueprint that scaled his business from 5k to 12 million i'm reading that right 12 million gross revenue and we're going to chat a little bit about your exit. But first, I'm going to sneak attack you. Are you ready to get snuck attacked? Let's do it. All right. So every guest that we invite on, before we dive deep into the nitty gritty, we ask for a nugget. And the nugget can be something ultra basic and simple in your mind, but something that might not necessarily have occurred to our listeners. So if you have just that tip, trick, hack, best practice, that quick hitter that's going to take people and make them more efficient, better, faster marketers or business owners, what would it be? So I'm a big fan of minimum viable product. And I feel like I've talked to so many entrepreneurs over the years that once they get $500,000, then they'll start building, then they'll start selling. And my partner, Connor, and I work the opposite. When we started drop shipping on Amazon, we tried it out with 20 orders. And if the people complained or less, left us a bad review, we would have just refunded them and moved on to something else. Same thing with FreeUp. We offered some free hours of a VA, got feedback, made sure they liked it before we doubled down and built software without source school, launched a course. If they hated it, they, we would have just refunded them. With Econ Balance, we got initial clients and gave them free bookkeeping and saw, hey, is there a market? Are these people going to actually stick around before we double down and build out this whole business? And there's been ideas that haven't worked throughout the years too, but we get in and get out quickly. For us, we're just big fans of putting a little money into something, seeing if there's actually a market, getting feedback from those initial customers before actually going all in and hiring people and putting money in or, or whatever we're trying to do to build the business. Dude, that's not just a nugget. That's a, it's a master class of thought that needs to be integrated in every CMO, director of marketing, CEO, business owner, entrepreneur. Because the class that people are put through, the business school class, right, is you plan everything out, you build this major infrastructure in your mind, you architect it, you have your business plan and then you go and you execute. And the problem is you build a 30 story building and then find out that the first floor's ceilings are 10 inches too low. Now I got to knock the whole damn thing down so I can raise the first floor. Like just get messy, ready, fire, aim, build as you go. I love that nugget. That's awesome. And I counted four successful startups. Did I get that right? 
Yeah, we had uh, free up. Yeah, we had an Amazon business that was successful in the way that it we sold 25 million over six years. It was a major cash flow machine, but we never really sold it. Amazon became harder and we ended up just dissolving it. But we have free up, we have outsource school, and then our two bookkeeping brands, Econ Balance and Accounts Balance. Yeah, dude, so you're a killer. Everybody, I broken clock can be right twice a day, as they say. And when I see somebody who's done it over and over again, I get one, really envious, but two, just really like impressed. You obviously see the lanes. How are you choosing these opportunities? What are the things I know you said in, in your bio, you're like, I like, uh, what, what did you say? Unsexier, boring parts of entrepreneurship, but that can't be all. Like, how is it that you're figuring out where you're going to go next? Yeah. So we have certain criteria that we like in a business and we, a lot of it's just brainstorming. And my partner will come over to my house and we'll sit in the backyard and throw a football around and brainstorm business ideas. But we like big markets. We never try to create the next Uber. For every Uber out there, there's a thousand ideas that, that people don't actually want that there's no market for. Business owners, they need to hire. They need to do bookkeeping. It applies to almost all entrepreneurs. And then we try to just take our small percentage of the market, put our own spin on it, usually around customer service and good process and really valuing the customer's time. We like reoccurring revenue, customers that stick around. We don't want a business selling Shopify stores where you're building it one time and then you're always chasing new clients. And we want something that we think will be around in 30 years. In my mind, bookkeeping will be around in 30 years. I don't know if that's true, but we like businesses like that where where the industry just isn't always changing and we try to avoid fads and like the whatever the latest thing is. So those are just a few things we look for. And then it's brainstorming and market research. We like to talk to ideal customers. Like when we launched Ecom Balance, which is our, our monthly bookkeeping service for e-commerce sellers, we interviewed a hundred e-commerce sellers and we said, Hey, can you name us five competitors? What do you like about your past bookkeepers? What do you not like? What softwares are you using? Stuff like that. So that we actually know what we're getting into because I think a lot of times you think you're your own customer when you're not. And the customers you're actually targeting are way different than you. They think different than you. They care about different things. And we want to know all of that before we actually get into it. So I loved everything that you just said. One thing I want to focus on specifically, because it's something I'm passionate about too, is the recurring revenue component. I have a list of non-negotiables for any entity I'm involved in. And unless we're talking major high ticket, and even then, I'm just like, because traffic is so expensive, customer acquisition is so expensive. If you're not doing something from a recurring perspective, I think you are you have a flawed model. And hopefully I'm not being too aggressive with our listeners, but I would like to encourage everybody who's listening, find a way to build continuity into your business. It, it doesn't mean that needs to be the core of your business. If you sell a house, maybe you can also get involved in, or you could start with home services. Or if you're selling the great big thing, that's okay. But then turn right back around and you're selling a, a SaaS product or a software application, and you'll start to see that SaaS has a 30x valuation. 30, 30, and it's because of the recurring revenue component. Whereas things like professional services, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe. So I don't know. Writing's on the wall there. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation. Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation, I said action plan. A bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation.
head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number eight.com.